0: is up how's it going gentlemen
1: ah i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing good i'm about to drink this lovely coffee that's been sitting brewing for the last 10 minutes jet fuel Mm. yes yes it is a coffee from great heights um joe coffee it's called it's actually Mm. pretty good it's from Brazil.
2: Chill.
0: Oh, Ooh. cool. Exotic. Cool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Exotic. <laughs> it's
1: exotic. quite delicious. And Riley, I, uh, I've, I've missed your beautiful face. Welcome back. Thanks to you. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: I don't know how the word beautiful got in there, but okay. Uh, well. <laughs> I guess matter of opinion, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So I am doing some stump town coffee roasters indonesia single Ooh. origin and it has this really awesome graphic on the back that shows like a lot of their sort of history and where they get the flavors and everything and and it's all uh, it's all single uh, single origin it's all certified for the highest standards of social and environmental impact so um You know, I could have paid like $8 or something for a bag this size, but I paid twice that for this because it seemed like it was really good. Smelled good. Um, it looks like it comes via. So from the, the Indonesian, you know, fields roasted in Oregon. Smells delicious. It's got like hints of like chocolate and, oh, it's delicious.
0: Yeah, mine. Uh, so that's cool. Where did you get it? how did How did you pick that up? Where did you find? I it? was
3: just at uh, my local grocery store, Rayleigh's? They have um, they opened up a new store. They expanded big time, and so the the coffee section went from like a little, you know, small marquee to like this whole section of a an aisle. And so instead of just like the Pete's and Starbucks and their bl- their brands and things, they had a a ton of other stuff in there. So it was mm-hmm. nice.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, this yeah. is the one that I got. This one here. Mm. Great Heights. It's that uh, coffee trade thing I belong to, which sends you coffee like every two weeks. Nice. It's
1: delicious. Is that the, uh, are you doing Misto Box? Is that what you're doing?
0: Oh, it's called Trade. It's um, Okay. It's kind of the same thing. You kind of like go in and it has like some kind of program that you put in what you like and how you make it and you know blah 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 and it comes up with you know what it thinks would be a good match for you nice for for that coffee so far they've been pretty good and then if you keep going on and rating it rating like you can go on the website and rate the last one you got and I, i'm sure the algorithm sort of like looks at that and says okay he didn't like this one this one blah 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 mm-hmm. you know.
1: nice it's quite well delicious. i had my coffee a lot earlier but uh-huh. i had i had some peerless brand that's uh i think i think they roast in oakland um uh, had a dark roast it was very okay. nice nice moment sipping on some rooibos tea which is mm. a south african tree bark full of antioxidants
0: Oh, sounds delicious.
1: I
3: Speaking, <laughs> I don't know if it really counts because it's like probably full of sugar and comes in a can and you get it at convenience stores. But those yerba mate tea yeah. drinks, those things are, I don't know what it is. Some days I'm like obsessed with those things. Like, yeah. they're good, but they're good. I don't, it's a, it's they don't have as much to... caffeine as something else in them, though. Right. They're just sweet, you know? So it's kind of yeah. like refreshing more than anything, but.
1: There's this this one brand that is like <laughs> unsweetened. I use rooibos tea in my aquariums. Oh, nice. That, that, it's your fish. Thank you. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's this one brand of uh, yerb that is unsweetened. And it's just super concentrated yerba. mate, mm-hmm. And it's like 85 milligrams of caffeine per bottle. Ooh. That thing used to Shit. jack me up. But it's like. It's that shot of caffeine without the acidity of coffee that can kind of like rot your insides out, you know? So there's some there's some perks to that. Good lord. Beetle. You, what? Did you just sneeze that out? A beetle.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sneezed. Thank God it's been clogging up my nose for long time. It's probably
3: a mealworm or something that got out and pupated yeah. behind a, a cage.
0: Here we go. Here's something that I have to ask you, coffee nerds, about, and then we'll get into some reptile talk. But uh, coffee over sweet cream butter. So this is like, isn't that there? Isn't there a name for that? Like, um, uh, oh shit, Joe Rogan used to do it all the time, didn't he? Um,
1: I know that people put ghee in their coffee. That like clarified oh butter.
0: I can't remember what the kind of yeah, it's.
1: Yeah. wait a minute joe. it's probably very good but my initial reaction is me i don't want to drink butter
0: i don't really like butter so i'm uh, a butter fan joe yeah. rogan coffee <laughs> i need a bang
1: 300 milligrams i don't know
3: straight bad. to the heart <laughs> yeah, i got nothing
1: uh, I, I, that. Googling it, so. I had a coworker at a guitar shop i worked at in santa cruz that would drink the coffee with butter and he said that it was like Like, I guess drinking butter is supposed to be good for your brain because you have all the saturated fat in your brain or something like that. But I don't know. That dude, if that's true, it wasn't quite working for him. So I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully
0: you don't listen, but uh, yeah, sure. No, there's no way.
1: I I love him. He'd
0: admit it, too. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't remember. Caveman Coffee. Was that it? Caveman Coffee? No, maybe not. I can't remember. Anyway. I, he hasn't talked about it in a long time But anyway
3: It's sounds, delicious Sounds worth trying at the very least I, I haven't really found a coffee I don't like Other than like the McDonald's coffee
0: Yeah um, When you're in Texas Do not go to the gas stations Because they have horrible coffee yeah. Most
1: gas stations are pretty bad would- As somebody that, Thank huh? you
0: Ryan Cox Bulletproof oh. coffee Yes that's it Sorry
1: I was just going to say, as somebody that has frequented almost a gas station in every state, they're all bad.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's just too sweet or cheap diluted stuff, usually.
1: It tastes burnt.
0: It's kind of like putting cream in your coffee without the milk taste. Makes your coffee smooth, too. It's buttered coffee that Rogan uses some mushroom stuff. Um, Yeah, okay. Of course. (laughs) All right. So now that we got coffee out of the way. Um, yeah. what's going on? Uh, we should start with you, Riley, cause we should. You, you've, you've been away for a couple weeks. So what's, what's going on, man? What have you been up to?
3: Uh, I've been finding my, my younger inner reptile self. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> Love been, that. It's been good, actually. Um, I mean, the nice thing is like work is never slow, so And that's always just reptiles and then dealing with people. The problem is sometimes the dealing with people stuff is too much. Yeah. Um, 40 hours a week of it can be a lot. And uh, and then the social media add-on, if I'm too plugged in, kind of got me carried away. And so I pulled away from everything and just focus on cleaning tubs, cleaning cages, like looking at animals, taking animals out if they're cruising around or just, I don't know. Um, you know, the baby kribos are kind of uh, a handful in themselves. They're weird about feeding. Um, so they're keeping me busy.
0: Are they delicate?
3: Kind. Well, I don't know if I'd say like they're delicate, like you could hurt them, but like they are kind of small. Yeah. Um, and with their fast metabolism, one of the males is already showing like he needs to eat soon. Um, he's taken a couple minnows. They've all taken at least a few minnows. And yesterday the female took like a little chunk of tilapia of tongs, which is good, but Sweet. there's no consistency yet. They're only like two weeks old, three weeks old, maybe. Um, so I don't know. I got to force the issue a little bit because they, they burn through their, their caloric intake really fast right um and with how warm it's been in this room i'm just running them at ambient they're like going through their fat stores pretty quickly and um i don't know they didn't eat any of the minnows i got on the other day but they ate some a few days before and i don't know we'll see so
1: i love the way that you set those those up with like the little mini uh glass terrariums was that um like a deliberate thing or did you just not have any other options because it no, great.
3: <laughs> that was that was one of the options i contemplated i when they first hatched out i put them in little tubs that i raised like my aunt in and i contemplated just leaving them in there um and if they don't get going on food i might put them back in there they're just such inquisitive and active creatures that um I don't know. I just felt like even as babies, they would do really well being set up with like moss and highs and stuff. Um, the biggest challenge is like peaking their interest on food right now. I might switch their water bowls from a hard ceramic bowl to like a clear 16 ounce deli cup Mm -hmm. so that there's more visibility, like from more angles of any fish or moving objects that might be in there and see if that helps. Um, Percent? yeah so we'll see so That's i just awesome. want to keep them ambient there's a lot of there's a lot of warmth so they don't need any hot spots right now it's probably too warm for them anyway yeah so
2: it
0: seems like uh with when you have a python you could go weeks to a month to even a couple months i mean i've mm-hmm. gone four months without feeding a baby python because they wouldn't eat but i would think with a Colubrid, that's something that you'd have to be in a different mindset. Am I, am I wrong in thinking that, that you kind of have to get them going pretty quick? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- th- they are maybe a month old, maybe. And I can oh. already see like skin fold on the mail from like not eating much. Right. So uh, it's like really fast. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's crazy. We'll see. That's cool. I don't know if that's because they're like kind of renty from, All the the challenging hatchling variables, or if you know, it's just part of the nature of their species, we'll see next year. The female, um, I'm already like really packing food on her, she's really big right now. So, okay, um, I just got to keep that momentum up going into the winter, and hopefully, next season, I'll get a bigger, better, healthier clutch, larger sample size incubate a little bit differently and then get a better feel for it. For yeah.
0: Sure. I gotta be honest, man. I'm, I'm impressed that that female even went because she had that crazy situation with that male. That's the same female, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quite impressive that uh she got, you know, to yeah. like, I mean, even though you only got three, three of them, it's still like,
1: yeah. The fact that she was able to bounce back for sure. That it's very impressive.
3: Oh, I mean, like 48 hours after the incident, I had her in like a convalescent cage in the living room, worried I was going to wake up every morning to her dead in the cage. And she was like yeah. out hunting around, like looking <laughs> for food with like blood coming out of her head and like a huge <laughs> gash in her face. I was like, what the f-
1: I remember seeing the pictures. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was no minor scrape. That was definitely a gash. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Every, every so often I'm like flipping through photos in my phone and I like pass by it and I stop. I'm like, oh.
2: God yeah
3: wow um yeah. yeah so yeah I don't know man I it's obviously these animals are super resilient we we kind of see that with the volume of animals we deal with just in their day-to-day lives but that was a pretty extreme example I think just keeping her clean and, and fed and the fact that you know he missed her eyeballs entirely and that there was no internal damage to the brain and like you know rachel stepping in and keeping him from eating her and then me running straight from work over i mean just like anything different it, it would have been very different so
1: i forgot that part that's right you weren't even there at the time huh
3: yeah i was at work
1: that's wild
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah like i remember the messages coming i was like oh man that's and like i guess i just give up quick you know and i i don't know maybe that's your zookeeper in you're like making sure, knowing that these things are going to happen and then, you know, getting the animal over the hump. So, I mean, impressive that she did it and an impressive that you were able to, you know, get her to be able to do it. That's, that's pretty good.
3: I, yeah, I don't know, man. I think she just, her species is super, they give you a lot of good feedback behaviorally. So if you're paying attention to them, you can see what they're doing and what they're thinking, what they're feeling pretty obviously they're a very expressive animal. So,
0: Oh, um, you mean like student of the serpent? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: what kind of s- snake?
3: No, oh, it's the uh, the black-tailed cribos.
0: Oh yeah, I, I don't even know if we said that. We were just talking like, uh, yeah. Very cool.
3: Yeah. <sighs> awesome. Yeah. So we'll get another shot at them this season, and yeah, she's already like bigger than she was last year. So um, nice. nice. Sweet. I kind of have the timing down a little bit better. I know their body language that much better. So I think, uh, next season I, or this season, I won't make the same mistakes. So
0: I kind of feel that way with the diamond pythons as well. Like I kind mm. of felt like with me, with the diamonds this year, I was kind of like secretly hoping that they didn't produce a clutch in a way, you know, cause I didn't want to sort of deal with the feeding trials and whatnot. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's to your point. It's sort of. You, I think sometimes you gotta have to, you know, make these mistakes to learn, so that you can figure out like what what it is that they actually need to get them to produce. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, isolating variables that you know you can pretty safely assume didn't work um, is still good information in failure. So,
0: yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We did basically tropical indigos uh, yeah yeah i guess
2: mm-hmm. and guess what
0: lucas uh described the trop or the uh there's parallels head. there's
1: some yeah. parallels for sure i love it, the dry Marcon stuff right now every time i have a break at east bay i'm like taking out the eastern indigos and just having so much fun <laughs> yeah. watching them watching they're them cool. be smart <laughs> yeah. yeah cool yeah that's fun love I can't right now, but someday.
0: Someday. someday.
3: <laughs> there, uh, uh, the Other than the space uh, allotment for them, just run them ambient.
1: Yeah, exactly. You,
3: you spend zero dollars on electricity for them.
1: A lot of people like to talk about their nuclear waste, but I have falsies, so I'm already in that, yeah. that, that camp. It's all good.
3: <laughs> it's not any worse than that. Yeah, it's
0: fine. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So what about you, Lucas? What's up? What's new?
1: Well, uh, let's see. Got that baby rack in yesterday, which is excellent because uh, it right in the nick of time, I should have uh, some brettles pipping in the next week, week or two from the first clutch. Um, I think I have uh, day 56 will be Tuesday. So getting there getting there Um, for the first mi clutch um up there (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard um yeah so uh it's been interesting that's the snake that was coming off the eggs pretty frequently to wrap the ceramic bulb but i've noticed ever since about day 45 46 she hasn't left once um so i've definitely taken note of that like maybe she knows it's kind of home stretch here and Mm -hmm. she is Not leaving them, um, striding it out, which is super interesting. Um, But I can't wait, man. I'm looking in there all the time now, just waiting to see that first little head. Um, And then the ones in the incubator are a few weeks behind. I did lose some eggs that I determined to be fully shelled in infertiles that just, you know, finally started breaking down, rotting. Um, Once I had lost a couple of them. I got curious, you know, I was like, well, what's going on here? Did I mess up? Did the power outage do something? So I cut open all the bad ones and I candled everything. And it actually became really clear. Like the, the good eggs, I can very easily see the vasculature and the veins and, and little embryos, you know, growing in the bottom and the ones that are molding just were nothing but yellow goop. So, um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I, if I had checked from the beginning, I, it would have made a lot more sense, but you know, live and learn. Um, and yeah, so I think I've lost five or six eggs in one of the hypo het stripe clutches that's in the artificial incubator, mm-hmm. and two eggs in the double het's maternal clutch. Um, so just you know, part of my season. A lot of good eggs still going that I'm expecting to hatch, cool. but uh. Yeah, it's interesting to now going forward, learning from that, I'm definitely going to try to, you know, candle everything a little bit earlier on because it's kind of nasty when they start to mold like that. And yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's trickier to remove them. So um,
0: although yeah. I've I have hatched out carpets out of some pretty gnarly eggs man. right, right, right.
1: <laughs> these ones when i cut them open it's like it's not even liquid anymore yeah. it's like curdled white goop you know mm. like there was there was no growth at any point right um, but cool yeah i'm definitely not gonna not gonna touch like the surrounding eggs and or anything like that um but, yeah, a Baby Rack came. That's awesome. 45 tubs from Sea Serpents. And it has wheels, which is just it's blowing my mind. life
2: changer. <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> whoop, whoop. I, can, I can move it around, and that yeah. makes me very happy. Um, and uh, other than that, just everything's plugging along. I'm going to offer that Blackhead Hatchling another drop-fed uh, uh, pre-killed mouse tonight. Um, see if I can get two for two on meals um since it started eating on its own but nothing other than that which is good sometimes no news is good news cuz everything's yeah. alive and healthy
0: <laughs> that's good that's good uh yeah me i just got uh the only thing that's going on with me is i just got another book <laughs> mm. <laughs> the uh lizards of western australia volume 1 skinks nice nice so
1: Blackhead food, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, really. Um, they're ba- they're basically uh, you know the uh, blue tongue skink version of imbricata, right? I mean,
3: yeah, sure. I was reading this earlier today.
0: It's pretty good, right?
3: Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a great book. Yeah,
3: it's a great book. Awesome. Oh, I forgot to mention, I did get a pair of Nova Guineas
0: oh yes you've you've come to the dark side
3: yeah i don't know what
0: took me so long yeah i'm surprised i think i said something like if you're a true carpet python nerd they're in your collection or they're on your wish list like yeah
3: Yeah, the immediate
0: wish list you
3: said it's it's how you gauge a true morelia lover you either have them or you want them
2: yeah
0: if he, and it's it's crazy, I think I sent you that picture of, yeah. Um, you know, there was a, a over on uh, iNaturalist, there was a picture of a Papuan carpet, I guess that's what we'll call it, um, that looks a lot like what a Nova Guinea would look like. Um, very interesting that it would be found on the other side of the island, which in theory we have no animals from, uh, and the Nova Guinea's... Don't really. They're from somewhere in Papua New Guinea. Who knows where from? So I
3: don't know. You know they are not Harrisoni.
0: No, hundred percent.
3: Not at all. They're not Harrisoni at all. I know. I know morphology doesn't typically have a lot of bearing on uh, differentiation, even at like the subspecies level, but these things are different. They, they yeah. look different. They're so the, the, the first thing that I noticed is like, I picked one up and I, I pinned it behind the head and I just flipped it over. And the first thing I noticed was that from an overhead view, it's nose was longer and blockier, like a, not quite as round like a ball Python, but a little more angular, like a, an Angolan Python and then when you flip it over it was much more pronounced and it it's because the the bottom jaw kind of still had the normal taper but the 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 super labrial pits and and all of those on the top end just made a, a for a bulkier rounded snout and then that coupled with like the eye position and the scalation around the eyes it's they're a different animal man completely different animal they don't look like any single baby carpet python I've ever seen, just in the head structure alone, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they're like I grabbed a nice pair that are like ocelot jag looking. So
0: yeah,
1: they're super pretty, man. That's awesome.
3: So we'll see. They're uh they're literally like first shed through. One's had a few meals. The other has had none, just because picked them straight up from Travis. Like just drove them mm-hmm. home, you know. Nice. So.
0: I'm glad to see somebody besides uh, Nick and Eric making them, you know, they've been, and Billy Hunt is another person that has produced them, but.
3: Yeah. So there, there's a good core group of folks that have them and then their, the, their customers that have bought those animals have them. I think there's some people that'll be coming up and producing them, but, you know, Nick's got his younger animals that he's produced and he's entrusted hit a couple of his adults to Travis on some breeding loan deals and, And Travis has been successful, and uh, and, and it's just really neat to see that Nick's able to keep going with the future lines, but that his original stuff is still being cared for in the right way. Um, Mm -hmm. And that those animals aren't going to disappear from our hobby with folks like Nick, Travis, Billy. I'm sure Eric Kohler probably works with some. You have some. Now I have some. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's a growing army of people with them. And, and so I think very much in the same way as Inland's, I think they're finally getting the the just overdue love they deserve. Speaking of which I'm working on selling some babies so I can get an Inland. So if anybody here is listening and needs nice. himself a carpet, hit me up. There you go. But, uh, I love yeah, the Inland's no, need- man. I need I need inland's and diamonds and those are the only two things left on my list that we can get in the states currently so Yeah. Unless we finally decide Cape York's are their own thing then I guess I'll have to get those.
0: <laughs> I guess currently Cape York's are considered coastal's, right? I guess. Right. That's how I take them, you know. They're cool too, man. They're definitely They're um Very different pattern-wise. And I should say, you know, finding that one snake on iNaturalist doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know I mean? It's the sample Mm -hmm. size of one. But Mm -hmm. it's just odd that it just looks like... It seems like the animals that we all have in the hobby seem to have for somewhat similar look, you know, for the most part. You know, I mean, there is variety for sure, you know, but uh, they're pretty pretty consistent with the brown and the tans and the yellows and the reds. I guess it would be red brick. I don't know. <laughs> sure. hmm. Speaking of inlands. Holy hell, man. Have you seen what Darren Whitaker has been posting up with the silver yeah. peppers? I Good. haven't. No.
2: Oh. no. <laughs>
0: well, let me share. Please. <laughs> um, so, Hold on like this
1: oh damn
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, that's what like the a... <laughs> hell but that thing it's a beautiful animal i'm just going to start with that it, it it's just got like a bunch of other stuff in it it's got darwin in it it's
0: this one
3: is that oh, the was one that? that's like the head albino head
0: i think it might be hold on let me see
3: they're freaking crazy. They're like mad scientists over there making some of the most beautiful stuff.
0: It is. It's Possehead Albino. And then, yeah. but I don't this. like it anymore. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is pure coastal. And I mean, I can like it and not want to have
3: it. Well said. Yeah. It's a beautiful animal and there is a place for it.
0: Yeah. Holy hell, man. That's a pure coastal. That's nice. That just makes you dizzy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or hungry. Uh, Yeah. Both. And then um, (laughs) let's see. What else did he have? That was uh, pretty cool. Um, This one was a albino pepper, which I don't know. I kind of I don't know what you guys think, but I like albinos. But I seem to think that... Um, I don't
3: know. Albinos I think it'll lo- look better as an adult. Yeah.
1: I don't... I, eh. Looks
3: I don't like an really albino like berm.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Albino's never done it for me. Even when, when I was just getting into the stuff and I didn't really know much about morphs, I was always just kind of like, man, looks fleshy. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is a... Uh, um, a pos had albino too but man look at that stripe
3: that's cool that's really cool it's, this like looks like
0: an aboriginal art to me all those like mm-hmm. dots
3: and yeah it's a wow. beautiful animal it's just a stunning snake yeah <laughs> let it shed <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, wow. mr mcintyre yeah. <laughs> and then, and then there was an exanic one that he produced which um You know, I don't know. I guess it's cool.
3: It kind of lost the
0: pepper thing to it, though.
3: Yeah. Too much coastal influence.
0: Yeah.
1: That looks like an exanthic stonewashed.
3: Yeah, almost. (laughs) The
1: neck (laughs) has got that. Yeah.
0: Cool stuff. I mean, I know he's been working on that project since, what, the book came out? (laughs) Um, The first book. And now, like to see like all these combos that he's producing, he's just he's he's killing it, man. So, uh, and then there was this caramel pepper. Uh, but you're right, man. They're they they are mad scientists down there in in Australia.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess what else are you gonna do? You've probably burned through everything you can, pure wise, with a limited bloodline. So you just start having fun other ways. It's I think. Pretty wild.
0: I wonder if it's because uh, they look at carpet pythons maybe in a different way, like
1: yeah. like how we do corn snakes.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of like they're all kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like well, maybe, maybe they it's different don't too, appreciate the.
1: If they want to see the the wild type, they'll just go see it in the wild. So why not be crazy at home?
0: <laughs> could be. Yeah. Fair. And then, and then the. Uh, I mean, it's not as cool as the citrus tiger albino. But I don't know if you saw Paul Harris. Uh, I did see this,
3: and it's very reminiscent. I instantly saw similarities.
1: Fleshy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry not to poop in anybody's Cheerios, but it just looks like an earthworm. <laughs>
3: Pooping in All the right. Cheerios. Pooping in the Cheerios.
1: That's just me. It's just me.
3: I don't hey, know what y'all. I don't know what y'all do on your lunch breaks over there at East Bay, but
1: uh wow. There's poop a lot of places, but there's no curios <laughs> on the premises.
3: Yeah, that's That's good.
0: I hope I hope that if somehow some way that silver peppers ever make it to the US, I hope that it's like pure inland stuff. silver peppers.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah, uh, like straight up pure like yeah yeah yeah. 100 percent. we can do our own crossing just send us the pure stuff
1: i would love another 1.1 just normal inlands you know maybe get some maug stuff to go with what i have i would love to do that that would be cool
0: (laughs) man hopefully my female goes this year that would be nice yeah i would love to produce them yeah that'd be sweet with that uh really freaking awesome Mail i got that has all that red you know for sure yeah that i wonder how
3: sure.
0: i wonder how many holdbacks darren has <laughs>
3: like well, to have a project that? like that yeah long. man i
2: Holy mean it shit. seems like
3: it seems like he's basing his project off the silver pepper and throwing it at everything to see what he can create so he's probably got to have different avenues which means diff- multiple holdbacks for each avenue
0: right yeah probably, that's a lot.
3: Yeah, probably a couple dozen a season
0: yeah holy shit but my indian in the- clutch oh tough, ian
3: <laughs> <tough> feeders huh <laughs> feed them you skin. know well and then there's the old trip of just send them on a plane flight and they start feeding I. Not I. Not. Yeah. I had a, a pop win in 2019 that wouldn't eat for its life. I send it to Justin Smith and that stubborn bastard literally feeds it the day it arrives and it takes. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: yeah.
3: Send it on a plane flight to the and it'll resolve itself. Apparently. Well, and who knows
1: Riley? I mean, drive just the, the hour and a half drive from Sacramento to Oakland might've helped my particular blackhead get going. Cause yeah, yeah. Was, you know, one feeding later from that,
0: that he took on his own.
2: Wow. That's cool
0: yeah i i uh i I've done that many a times with Owen, and it's worked the opposite way as well to where I had oh, yeah. owen and he had that one uh that tiger jag tiger jag that he had to feed fish to to get him going
3: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, whatever we learned that carpets eat fish oh good stuff, yeah i'm uh I'm excited about uh adding um Kimberly Rock
1: monitors.
2: Dude.
0: Yeah. I was so jealous. <laughs> to the I
1: finally to the... got to see one and now I'm even more jealous because my coworker has one at, at East Bay and she just break you know, she
0: whips it out on breaks and I'm like, Oh,
1: it's so pretty. <laughs> like... Yeah.
0: They're cool, man. Very, very cool. I like them yeah. a lot. Do you guys have them at the shop, Riley? Or do you just have the um
3: uh, no, we just have uh, water monitors, uh, sail fins, I mean, lace, lace right? monitors, and we've got um, uh, four Solomon Island spiny neck monitors. Hmm. They suck.
0: <laughs> really? Yes. What about these? Pilberensis. Holy shit, man. That's like oh, a, centra- that's a Centralian... Kimberly
1: rock. Monitor. Now we're talking. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Do we have those here?
0: Yeah. That's for
1: sale on fauna right now. You're kidding.
3: No, I swear to God. Lucas is going to dip out for a moment. everyone's <laughs> in <pardon laughs> silence.
1: Are oh, you telling me there's a brettles monitor?
3: <laughs> that's
0: it, man. Good No, now, now Rob says they're a little secretive more so than the, uh, the Kim's, but, uh,
3: yeah, they're know. the, they're the type of monitors that when guys go hunting for them, they are they're looking in the slats and barks of trees mm-hmm. and, and, like, really hard to get places. Just, yeah, they're tough.
1: So, Eric, with, with your three, they're pretty damn small, right? They're, they're fresh out of the egg. How are you going to be setting those up?
0: I think I'm probably going to take Mike's approach. Um, speaking of which, he'll be on uh, live stream tomorrow in the nice. afternoon. Um, we're going to be talking Akenthoris And Kimberly rocks um, specifically, Uh, but his setup um, is—it seems like he has like maybe like a tall extra terror, and um, just has like a cork bark and um, yeah, some some leaf leaf cover, and that's about it. You know, Uh, looks pretty straight ahead. Of course, I want you know, I want the Kimberly in my cage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I. I really want to try to deck it out and really go. I was showing uh, Riley some videos of um, Cam's custom backgrounds. He's a guy in uh, Australia, and he does these amazing backgrounds. Dude, he did this diamond python enclosure. Beautiful. Dude, trust me when I tell you, as soon as this is over, you're done watching or whatever, go over, find Cam's custom backgrounds, uh, and look up his, his I think it was his latest video on diamond pythons. And when he puts that diamond python in there and it's like wrapped around the tree and it's just like, it's like in that S position, ready to go. You're like, what the hell? Holy yeah God, it's cool, man.
3: Yeah, there's something about doing a, a really good functional background, throwing some sort of just biological touches, leaf litter, fake plants live plants whatever and then lighting it a certain way that just makes any enclosure just seem very inviting um and yeah cam is very gifted
0: yeah unbelievable and you know sometimes i'm watching it and it's it's interesting how much of an art it is in my opinion right because Mm -hmm. there you're you're sort of watching it And I don't know what it is. I just find it quite relaxing. Like just they sort of do like that double speed where they're just like chipping away. And then all of a sudden it just becomes this work of art. And you're like, I don't know if I really see the vision. And then, you know, by the end, you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It's (laughs) it's really incredible. Um, I wish I could pull up a picture of it. I should have took a picture of it. But it's uh, it's really cool. Really, really cool. He has like basically like these rock ledges. Uh, and then this big, like, branch that kind of goes up the middle. Um, and, you know, yeah, dude, it's it's really cool. And it has, like, these different uh, – to Riley's point, it, I, you know, what I noticed, it was kind of like he has these spots where if you had UV, the snake could get away from UV because the ledge is overhang, so it could kind of s- mm. sneak in. But the cage is still lit up really nice, um, and it could – you know, get up into the UV, uh, it could bask uh, at this one spot. It could get away from that hot spot. It could go and hide. It could be on the ground and the leaf litter and all this, uh, it's just, oh man, it's crazy. That's awesome. When the carpet got, oh, wait, let's see. <laughs> when the carpet got going with the fish, did it still take fish later or did it take rodents after that? Also when feeding Cribos tilapia, do they get rodents along with that in their diet? Well, as far as the fish, yeah, they, that animal has since switched over to mice. So,
3: yeah, far- Owen, Owen did some scenting, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Just some he did, fish yeah. scenting on rodents. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As far as the crebo end of that, um, I'm starting them on fish. It's a little more of a natural prey item. They're very small. Um, they will eventually start seeing pretty much everything as food. So the plan is to get them started on something that's a little more natural, i.e. minnows, guppies, tilapia, um, chunks of tilapia anyway. And then, uh, once they get going on that and they start registering that and they'll take it from tongs and I'll switch over, start scenting rodents. And then they really take off and start taking everything by the time they're adults, there's hardly anything they won't take. So, um, But yeah, in my opinion, rodents just don't seem to click with them yet. So fish Mm -hmm. seem to disappear out of the food bowl. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Just means a lot of water changes and taking care of fish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I set up this old little like one and a half gallon tank and it has this janky ass little like top filter that if it's not perfectly level or if it gets the slightest bit backed up, it just starts f- like backing up the flow and coming out elsewhere and just spills so like two nights. <laughs> in, I've got this thing spilling. Killing. God damn it. That's, That's not what I you it. want. Now, no. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, might as well go and invest in a, a nice little tank. And then when I'm done with feeding these things, fish then I'll have this little tank and I'll just, there's some freshwater shrimp in it and just leave it alone forever. So cool but um yeah the the fish thing is is temporary it's a starting tool but then it will become a uh an added variety in diet
0: nice that's awesome cool. dragon's lair saying that he has pop ones that eat anything what pigeon is their favorite food pigeon i never i never thought about feeding them pigeon
3: i was listening to the uh the snake talk podcast with the folks from the orient society and they had a guest on who uh feeds a lot of his animals pigeon he used to he used to i think it was him or maybe it was on her pediculture anyway somebody used to actually raise pigeons and feed them to their snakes and they loved them so
2: oh wow okay
3: why not it's no different than like quail or chicks right probably yeah, a man. More, yeah. a more pigeons natural. are kind
1: of like sky rats.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think uh I think uh you know mixing it up with a lot of birds in their diet is probably really good long term yeah. for them. So
3: yeah for sure. That, My uh, Doomerals still only eat quail. Sp- oh really? Yeah it drives me nuts. <laughs>
0: Speaking of that, did you see that Keith uh produced some Sanzinia? Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Some
0: greens. Yeah. yeah, man.
3: Oh, I didn't see that. I've been under a rock.
0: Yeah. He j- <laughs> well, he just he he produced I think she laid I uh, she uh what would the word be? Gave birth to uh what, what birthed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> birth nice or uh, pooped out. <laughs> yeah. Uh it
1: was Jack real.
3: Oliver, thank you. It was on THP. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, that's awesome. That's a. Really... at least
1: one, the post made it seem like it was singular, but maybe that was, maybe I read it wrong.
0: No, I think he, I think he produced six. Oh, sweet. And, and he had for him. three.
1: Uh,
3: uh,
0: yeah, I think so. No, that's to. awesome.
3: Good for him, man. That's, that's another species that is not bred enough.
1: Right. hundred percent. I'm still kicking myself, man. I know I've said it before. There was like three babies at East Bay when I worked there the first time in 2019. Just I was too green to know what they were, and I just I missed the opportunity. They were cheap too.
0: Wow. He produced six live, three stillborn and one slug.
3: Send me the stillborns. Yeah. <laughs> I took home a
1: stillborn uh, Brazilian rainbow boy yesterday and nice. put it in the freezer
3: <laughs> no seriously like I love it when my friends come to visit and they bring me frozen snakes and stuff it's good good diversity for the uh, the Kribos and the the Apidora yeah so. I can't yeah. wait
1: to give the the rainbow to a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. also Alex I'm not ignoring you the let's see the falsies I probably don't want to do that right now they're a little bit they're a little bit hard to just whip out for a camera safely. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you.
0: <laughs> the old falsies. Ah, man. Speaking of falsies, uh, the Colubrid and Colubroid radio has uh, is officially up. Yeah. With uh, Dr. Zach Loafman and Matt Most. Um, I, it was pretty good. I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you guys take a listen to it? Did you hear it yet?
3: I haven't had a chance yet. I saw that it was up there, and I I made a note. Yes, I <laughs> set a reminder. <laughs> yeah, Coming off right now. Uh, I listened.
1: I I loved it. I mean, obviously, I'm um, you know, it's my Herp Man crush right there. But really? I'm kind of mad about it because. Now everybody gets to get lectures from Zach for free, and I'm going t- thousands of dollars in debt to do
0: that. So what the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm 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 glad that um, that we <laughs> yeah that we were able to get them to uh, to join in the uh, the network. It was good stuff. So yeah. uh, I think uh, their knowledge that they have between the two of them is just going to be just going to be invaluable. Invent- yeah to people you know it
1: was cool the the segments they were talking about file snakes It was like the most i've heard anybody ever talk about file snakes and it was just the intro episode you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was the cool. most informal podcast on crawfish producing.
1: <laughs> yeah that too
0: yeah yeah well you know he wanted it it's funny like he contacted me and he was like you know he, he was was mulling around the idea or whatever and you know we're going back and forth and talking and i said so what what do you what do you hope to do and he was just like well i want it to be just like npr but talking about colubrids and colubroids you know he's like i want it to be exactly like it i'm like okay (laughs) sure okay (laughs) you know yeah so um if it ain't broke don't fix it i guess yeah and you know it's funny like i, I said this because ryan dumas he put out a uh a, a podcast on turtles um which is very underrated in the reptile podcast world you know um, the
3: podcast. <laughs> the <Pondcast. laughs> ah, like they that. have the best name in reptile podcasting <laughs>
0: that's awesome yeah. um but uh Yeah, I I, you know I was it's pretty cool, but I think what what makes me jealous is I by accident I don't know something was going on with the feed or something, and I think maybe it was an Apple update or something. But all of a sudden, I got these old episodes of NPR in my feed, and I hit on it, and I was like, "What the holy hell is this audio garbage?"
2: Yeah.
0: Everybody sounds so smooth now and it's like that would cost like you know you'd be looking at like 10 grand to be able to produce a podcast of that quality back in the day when we started so right? Uh, That's all right. The information was still invaluable. <laughs> the turtle room is oh there's more turtle podcasts. I guess I don't know about turtle podcasts. I didn't know there was a whole bunch of different turtle podcasts. Okay. I stand corrected. It's my my apologies.
3: There's only I think there's only a couple. But yeah. Turtle Town. Turtle turtle people are like uh Morellian people. they kind of stick to so themselves.
0: Stay in their own little group.
3: Yeah. For the most part. You can usually yeah. spot them at shows too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about i know i don't know they never really kind of and i hear of all owens adventures with mort and i'm just glad that i never went <laughs> down the
2: road i, I had turtles as a
1: kid I, so I had did like i a, yeah i had one of those tanks we did like a half land half water situation and had like a painted turtle or something like that and oh uh, yeah they never really did it for me either they're just very smelly very smelly yeah
3: i uh i get my i get my rocks up at work those uh north american spotted turtles are pretty pretty wicked those things are fun shallow water cool you know cold tolerant species they're easy they're fun yeah i
1: appreciate turtles i just don't want them here you know like yeah, seeing the green yeah. sea turtles in the wild is like one of the coolest things ever.
3: <laughs> the the difference between yeah. between turtle and tortoise people and the rest of the reptile hobby is that turtle and tortoise people are just way more patient in it for like the seventy to eighty year like long <laughs> haul. They don't care about well. There's like a small subsect of morphs and like red ear sliders mm. and stuff, but like turtle and tortoise people are just like they're just all about their animals and just having their turtles and nice setups and then upgrading the tanks and like, right. They're a different, they're a different world, man. Totally different speed of, of, of her keeper. And in in a good and refreshing way, I should say.
0: A turtle pace. Right. Yeah. The the slow skis. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you two guys, since you're both now in retail reptile land, right? Yeah, what's the what's the the what is the main thing that people are? Con- is it a lizard? Is it a snake? Is it a turtle? What what's the thing that most people come into the shop Rally. inquiring about and wanting to pick up? Riley, you want to go first?
2: Or-
3: yeah, um, lately it's been things people can handle uh, and interact with. Usually it's a lizard, and more often than not, it's been. Leopard geckos, crested geckos, bearded dragons, African fat-tail geckos, and then, yeah, that's kind of it. Like those are the the main ones as far as lizards go. Occasionally, we're getting people coming in for for corn snakes and Mexican black king snakes and the occasional uh, baby boa or blood python, but those are sort of infrequently right Uh, going out yeah
1: yeah at east bay is kind of a similar story the last couple weeks um a lot of crusty people uh bearded dragons of course um a lot of people actually looking for russian tortoises which is interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but you can definitely follow the trends you know like I, i saw that Clint's Reptiles did a thing on Doomerols, and then I had a bunch of people calling about doomerals And yep. you know. yep. do you guys know this is kind of nerdy that I know this, but you know the game Minecraft? Yeah. It's very big with the youth. Um they released an update and there's axolotls in that game now, and I've had at least ten children ask me for axolotls because of that
3: um which, I get, you know i get calls for those a lot i didn't realize there was a game starting to do that so that makes sense why i got four calls one yeah. morning for axolotls and had to explain to people yep. how they're illegal in this state
1: exactly so that's going to be a it's going to be a few months of axolotl talk because <laughs> that's like
3: oh, i think man. it's the
1: number one most played game in the in the world
3: but yeah. anyway anytime uh, big <laughs> games or big youtubers do that you see 100%. a percent it shows in- up yeah, like when yeah. Clint did a thing on the uh, the Emerald Green Skinks, uh, mm. I sold out of all the green skinks we had in the shop in one day.
0: Right. Shit. My dad bought them from that.
3: <laughs> yeah. I doubt they're... that your dad watched that, though, right? He To be it. completely honest, I watched it, too, <laughs> and I was blown away. And I think Clint did an excellent job portraying those lizards. And the best part about it is, is people are like wow this is amazing and it totally promoted having like a fun interactive lizard what yeah. most people don't realize is those things are a wild caught yeah and yeah. so like i don't know they come in like laying eggs in the bag like some of them with ticks on them and it's just like yeah they're yeah. fun lizards you build a beautiful setup and they will like literally run out on your hand kind yeah, of yeah he check says you out, all the and then go yeah. back and like he you says he, want to you want to be nervous that they're going to like take off and like very rarely do they do that.
0: He says the the I I can't I don't know if it's the male or the female. He has them together this big huge tall extra terror extra terror cage and he opens the door. One runs out, runs up his arm, sits on his shoulder, sits there for a minute or two, and then runs back into the cage. Yep. just like what the hell?
3: Yeah, they're <laughs> it, fun.
0: It's so weird to have my dad talk to me about a reptile YouTuber. He's like, "Hey, right. did you ever hear of this Clint YouTube guy?" <laughs> and I'm like,
2: "What?" Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's it's kind of like if you were like into Metallica and your dad like you know came into the room. He's like, "Yo, man, heard this cool band. It's called Metallica, man." You're like, "What the hell? You can't be liking the same music that I like." This is not cool. <laughs> You know, well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but uh it's crazy. Yeah.
1: And then in terms of the snakes, I've been getting the most inquiries on rosy boas lately, but mm. maybe that's just because John at East bay he has been breeding those things for decades. So I think they kind of to be know... fair,
3: like lately I've been thinking about like what are good snakes to like keep and breed in the shop, and that's one of the species that I would like for us yeah. to add because size ease of care and if you are interested in breeding you don't have to worry about incubation you just have to be on your p's and q's and feeding and cycling and there's some really
1: beautiful variation you can do locality work with them which is fun
3: you can do morphs you can do locality work you can just have a cool awesome little pet that is very active during the daytime that you can set up on a nice sandy enclosure like they're they're fun they're really cool snakes
0: isn't todd like really into them yeah, he's like diehard. I remember talking to him at Tinley uh-huh. about it. And he's like, he's like, screw all this carpet talk. Rosie Boses is where it's at. I'm like, what?
3: <laughs> yeah, Todd. Todd is, uh, he loves anything that has like cool locality variations, stuff like that. Because, yeah. I mean, as much as he is, you know, Morelia, Mr. Morelia, like his, his like start is in Calubrids from yeah. his dad. And, right uh like gray banded stuff like he was around a lot of the early like milk snake king snake gray banded locality stuff via his dad and so he's 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 got it in his blood man and uh well, yeah he's got a lot of rosy boas.
1: does he <laughs> yeah. i had yeah. a bay of la rosy bow and I, I loved the thing i only got rid of him to get a carpet <laughs> my first carpet yeah
3: they're fun they're they're cold tolerant you can wheel their rack right out into the garage drop them down into the winter and bring them right back 12 weeks later feed them up and they're good to go and they produce babies that are small usually eat pinkies but they can incubate or uh mate right away too i mean they're just for sure
0: and it's pretty cool that we have a boa in the
3: u.s you know yeah
0: that's that's pretty more colorful than the rubber boas
3: yeah Yeah. i think in time we'll see more rubber boas being produced but they'll never be a big um they just don't have large litters they really need to get cold and the legality in some states is probably uh, a hurdle for some i don't know but uh They're, they're cool too they just don't have the same appeal as as a rosy bow i mean damn the thing has three racing stripes down it so
0: yeah yeah man yeah i think rob there's a oh man he's going to be mad because i can't remember the locality but um he, he has he, he has one he really likes rosy bows as well but he has this locality that is pretty chill and my experience with rosies is that and i guess again it's probably because they're like these snakes that inhabit these rocky outcrops and they're in these cracks and something walks by and then boom you know so they're just like they're very uh, strike orient like strike first think about what it is and that le- later you know that kind of thing very um, much like
3: a king snake in that way yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but this specific locality is is I guess is known for being calmer or you know chiller or whatever but nice. uh, it's pretty cool. I have to ask them what it is.
3: Yeah, they're they're fun. They're cool. I yeah. uh I I think they're a good candidate for somebody with very little space who wants to work on some locality breeding and some fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Is it uh do you guys as like the shop do you like try to influence those trends of things do you like how does you know what I mean like how do you obviously you're there to sell reptiles right and you're not really well maybe your situation might be a little bit different Riley because it seems like he sort of has what he has and that's sort of what he has and like he perfects that kind of am I am I wrong in thinking that way
3: more or less. I mean, we try and we try and roll with you know some of the trends, and as we have space open up, we'll you know bring some animals in. But we do want to be sustainable with what we produce and kind of produce uh, you know a, a small but good variety of animals that can suit a healthy variation of needs for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. But gotcha.
1: I absolutely try to influence the trends. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, well, first of all, I miss GX3. I miss you guys. That was, it's such a great place. you know. Yeah, now i got
3: to <laughs> clean my own snakes, you bum. <laughs>
1: uh, well, you, well, blame it on the government. If we had high-speed rail to Sacramento, I'd still be there.
3: <laughs> I have to actually go in the back and clean my own snakes now, Lucas. Damn oh, it. If, damn. I,
1: if I could be there in less than 45
3: minutes, I'd do it. All right. But anyway, and, uh, until you got to the tub of blood pythons, just hatched out and would ew, bite the crap uh, out of you.
1: Then I'd be like, "Help!" Um, no, yeah, I, I absolutely do try to influence. I uh, we have a couple of clutches of jungles that hatched out that are actually some pretty nice, nice jungles that I'm trying to convince people are cool. Um, people are like, "Can I see that ball python?" I'm like, "Well, yes, you can, but you can also see this jungle, and ah. we can actually talk about that." Um, I don't know. I yeah. You know, yeah. for the most part, you can tell when a customer has done their research and they're coming in with something very much in mind. And yeah. I don't try to dissuade people like that. But mm-hmm. the people that just come in off the street and they're just like, I want a snake. And I've heard right. about all pythons and corn snakes. You know, I try to steer them in some different directions sometimes. And
3: I had I, a, I had a um, drunk plumber come into the shop a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> a drunk plumber? Okay, Okay, right. I have
1: two questions, <laughs> but I'll save them
3: so yeah um <laughs> he called ahead and i was like some drunk guy called asking for carpet pythons I was, like this is weird okay sure enough a drunk guy shows up later and gets out of his plumbing truck and everything and and he's like slurring words but like oh, okay enough i guess and uh like really would not let me like with my hints of like, yeah, you should do some research and double checks and things. He's like, Nope. I already know what I need. I've kept snakes before. I I want to
1: park it. So he's like,
3: (laughs) can I take a look at that? And I pull out this coastal and it's like biting me. And he's like, cool, man. Cool. I'll take her. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I was like, you've kept snakes before you don't mind that it bites like i used to keep berms and boas and iguanas and stuff i pretty much had it all and i was like you've had nothing but okay uh (laughs) sure it's a carpet python this you know i i gave him the rundown he's like yeah i know okay i can do that and uh yeah he he bought a he bought a coastal and and that was the only time where i was like I'm going to kind of steer you in this direction and you're just going to go with it. Otherwise I just let people, they usually know what they want when they come in. If they don't know what they want, I just find out what their lifestyle is like and what they can and can't handle.
0: I guess, I guess what I'm thinking of is like, you know, this, this, I guess this is what fascinates me about this. And this is always why I wanted to have like a reptile retail shop because of being in retail for so long, I can influence people on what to buy food wise. Right. Mm-hmm. I can put something in a certain location and it doesn't matter if they wanted it or not. No. They're going to buy it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just where it is and how it's presented and, you know, all that kind of stuff.
3: I've had Presentations. My
0: hands on the the arrangement of the floor
1: in my two mm-hmm. weeks back
3: <laughs> yeah okay. it makes a difference it makes yeah, a man. difference 100%. man like
1: i found offer... prime real estate for the aussie olive python i found prime real estate for my old granite jag that's still there <laughs> holy yeah. shit
3: man. jesus yeah. Um, wow. yeah the presentation is is everything and making sure stuff moves and sells and doesn't just sit there and cost you more money i mean You have to think of it in that regard. You have to think of, you know, every square foot and how much money can you get out of it. And yeah, it's different. Yeah, I
0: I would think like it, like. And I guess that's the other question, right? You know, like for food, right? For running a supermarket, I sort of have to stay ahead of what the trends are. Like, you know, you know, as soon as I remember like 10 years ago, as soon as Dr. Oz would talk about, you know, whatever it would be, you know, here's uh <laughs> yeah. <a> ra- raspberry <laughs> ketones and everybody would be coming in like, where do I get raspberry ketones? <laughs> right. you are like, what Same are you thing. talking about? Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I wonder like, how do you, do do you have somebody that you just you're just because you got well i mean riley you're very plugged in lucas you're very plugged in but like is that is that the key to the success of those kind of things being very plugged into what's going on in the general reptile
3: world it it's really a crucial part of yeah because your customers are going to be up to speed on whatever's in the forefront on the internet and whatever they're seeing so you have to be you have to be a couple steps or at least right there with them Right. And you kind of have to understand your market too. So that can give you the the ability to make some judgment calls and decisions and see if it works out and then trust your instinct a little bit further the more you go on. I mean, I don't know how much influence you have at the shop, Lucas, for for products and things like that. <laughs> Probably very little.
1: More than last time because my my buddy, my good buddy is the manager now. But what I was sure. going to say is like, I agree wholeheartedly, but uh, East Bay doesn't go out of their way to, to stick with trends i mean they've been well they've for got a system 50 years exactly they just yeah. do their thing yeah. and yeah. it's and so they, big that they yeah, usually the have yeah. people are looking for for the most yeah part.
3: With, with that much space and history they can kind of do their thing and people go to them for the variety right because that's who they are exactly
0: so yeah. i guess it's like you have to pick what your niche is going to be and sort of figure out like are you going to be a specialty shop or you're going to be you know like the generic type of shop you know
3: right Uh, yeah and then ultimately the bottom line for business is you have to be profitable so then you're you're at the mercy of you know the cost of the goods you're buying what's selling what isn't you know trimming the fat trying to be efficient with you know what you carry and not carry stuff that never sells and
1: also the state of like peripheral markets like i don't know about you but we haven't been able to get large crickets in weeks and that that hurts
3: um uh, we yeah right now well no we have no problem with crickets
1: lucky because I'm, <laughs> I'm see just like, here's
3: here's the thing you have to be on top of your game you yeah. have to like we spend a lot of money to have crickets shipped in from out of state okay and we we have several different sources that we've had to go to great extremes pay three times the shipping in order just to keep certain feeders in stock and right now the the shortage is on superworms okay. but um yeah i think i think grant has done a great job influencing people to add a good healthy variety to their animals diets because he goes to such great lengths making sure we have crickets superworms mealworms waxworms hornworms silkworms dubia nice. roaches occasionally black soldier fly rodents of all sorts of types like right fake yeah. feeder fish you know and yeah. um well, east bay
1: has the giant rodent breeding operation in store yeah. jack so i do know that to. smell well
0: <laughs> by yeah. the way hornworms if i haven't said it already are lizard crack straight up lizard crack i I don't know what is in those things but they Mm -hmm. just oh my god they love them
3: and if your lizard bites onto them hard enough and they explode (laughs) and that stuff gets on your clothes it stains
0: wow okay (laughs) good to know
3: their yeah. innards will stain your clothing. I got I got splattered with a, a good Savannah monitor chomp on one, and it <laughs> right up my shoulder on a khaki shirt and stained ever since.
0: Jeez. Oh, here we go. Eric, am I planning on pairing (laughs) some snakes this season? Yeah. Yeah. We kind of got derailed us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like, I was, I was, I think I was talking to you Riley about this, but I kind of like the on off, um, approach for me. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, the breeding seed, I I mean, I'm not doing this for business uh, and I, you know, um, and I've really slimmed down the collection, so I'm not really chasing morphs per se. You know, like trying to make these different combos and stuff like that that I was in the past. But um, I like the idea of breeding one season and then taking off the next season. I think I think it's probably really beneficial for my collection, right? Um, ultimately, I think it gives the females enough time to reset. I think it gives me enough time to focus on raising up those babies and not having to wear it. Cause you know, I, I, I see it, it seemed like to me like the more and more that I did it, you know, because I've been breeding what I think my first clutch was 20. So almost 10 years. Um, it's, it's like, I don't know. You, as soon as you have a clutch and you're already preparing for the next season and it's like, it, it never ends. And for me, the, the, you know, like I get super excited like this time of year when I see all these awesome things hatching out and get jealous and it gets me fired up, you know, I get, I get, I'm like, yes, I'm ready to breed again. And it, it doesn't become a chore, I guess, you know? Um, so I, I think that's going to be my, my style. Now maybe I'll do like uh, you know, like maybe on those off years, I might focus on one of those harder to breed species like maybe I'll try olive pythons or maybe I'll try walmos or w- whatever it would be, you know, but, um, yeah, this year I'm going to try diamonds again, uh, inlands, uh, I got tons of coastal stuff. Uh, I'm going to try hypo tigers, poison Ivy stuff. Um, nice. what else? Lots of poplin stuff, uh, all kind of different stuff. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it, I'm trying to think what else, uh, <sighs> lightning line, gelatins again, um, yeah, just all kinds of cool stuff I got, uh, that hopefully will uh,
1: that's awesome.
0: We'll get going. Um,
1: what's your, uh, time frame
0: on your, your Womas? I probably, probably not next seat this season coming up, but the following season. Um, okay. Oh, How can I forget? I mean, I'm going to be hopefully producing some Russian Red Tigers, uh, Yakupuri Depot. Nice. Locality carpets, um, which I think will be awesome to get them back out into the mix. Uh, Trying to think what else as far as carpets go. Like I said, hypo stuff. That should be pretty, pretty cool. Um, I could do
1: some brettles get get some data for me
0: <laughs> yeah I yeah I could try it you know um uh and what
3: else citrus tiger stuff
0: citrus tiger stuff yeah of course I think I'm gonna do a straight citrus tiger clutch again nice. and I'm gonna try to uh get that out into the into people's hands and stuff so
1: hell
3: yeah I'm I sure want I'm gonna, one more i want to yeah, do more. a lot.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need yeah. at
3: least one more, like n- not uh head albino related. Yeah. Just all, straight. Yeah. 100%. The only one I have is the, uh, the caramel citrus tiger female. She's the only one that's not head albino.
0: Oh no. You're going to get uh you're going to get, yeah, you got to get a pair, man. I'm going to send you a pair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I think, I feel like I'm forgetting so, uh, children's pythons. I could do, but I think, like I said, I think I'm going to wait till the following season to do them. Uh, tullies? maybe do Tully's. I don't have a male big oh. enough. The female yeah. probably could go next year. So they will probably be next year. Palmersons, I could do Port Douglas, Brisbane's are kind of on the fence. Um, nice. Yeah. I, I don't know. So should be some cool stuff. Carpet wise. Um, High orange, high yellow pop Um and then obviously, probably the one I'm most excited about is Poison Ivy because this yeah. would be, uh, this would be uh, sibling the sibling. So we'll see what happens.
3: I need so. something from that too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> of course.
3: I uh, I was pulling out the the babies from this year, and that one male I have, he's just like black after his first shed. Uh, And it's just, it reminds me so much of poison ivy. And I'm like, this is great and all, but like now I have two, like I would never, I feel like I can't put this with poison ivy stuff. I feel like
0: (laughs) it's gotta be separate. Is it a female?
3: I've got a pair of them. Oh, okay. Two of them came out looking like really dark.
0: Okay. So, Maybe in the the, uh, Eric Santa box, I'll just throw a male poison ivy in there. I I mean, I have, what? God, I think I have 12 males that are from her. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so. That's a lot. Two females and what is poison ivy? It's basically a white lip python in a carpet version. Yeah. Super black, super black, super black white.
3: Uh, yeah, just lips. The, the faintest little white that they get, like yeah, the stitching, yeah. like the yeah. the Jack Skellington a little bit in the neck, and yeah,
2: nice.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping, uh, you know, fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's probably the most exciting thing if we could have a melanistic carpet in the states. Uh, that's, you know, uh, I, I to me, man, I swear. I know I'm counting my chickens before they're hatched and I probably regret saying things like this and I will jinx myself, but like there's so many, not so many, there's a few of these dark IJs that are floating around from various people over the years that are the exact same age as Poison Ivy. Well, they are the same age thought as Poison Ivy and because they don't have the information, it's kind of like, ah, uh, you know, but it looks just like her. And it just seems mm-hmm. odd that, you know, when that clutch was produced, that they all came out normal. When I produced them, they all come out normal. And then they just turn black.
3: So. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, uh, of melanistic carpets, the one, uh, the pair that I got of mine from, uh, Emily Stoddard that I always talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, um, they're like, they're not brown they're black their dark tones are black um so i'm looking forward to pairing those up this season but she uh randomly reached out to me the other day she's like hey i are you still interested in the the dark ij stuff i you know she's you know in her own way kept a few things back and and still doing some dark ij breeding but uh she hit me up and we worked out a little um a little baby swap I had one remaining from from, uh, this year's clutch. And so check this out. She is going to send me this wicked little thing because she thinks it's going to be super dark. And I think it's extra sexy with that zigzag stripe all the way through.
1: Yeah, nice. Nice. That's That's cool.
3: So that will be coming hopefully in a couple couple weeks, month to whatever. Um, yeah. Really excited awesome. about that. Cause I mean, more IJs, we can complain about that. Yeah, man.
1: Yes. Um, I'm Santa Eric will.
3: Oh, sorry. Alex. carpet.
2: Nah, <laughs> you know,
0: it was funny. We had Nick on, right? And he says, IJ. <laughs> yeah. The guy, the guy that got all mad. He's like, uh, IJ. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's
1: funny because he caught himself every time. He was like, What the
2: yeah. hell? <laughs> oh my God,
1: I'm gonna have
0: everybody yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how it goes. <clears throat> well, and wasn't she bred to a jag? So there it can be 50-50 coastal IJs that are that line. Uh yeah, she was bred to a jag. That was the first breeding that she was that was done with her, which to me I just I don't know. <laughs> it just was Wait, the weirdest we thing need to ever, talk about but that. whatever. <laughs> yeah uh but yeah she uh she was bred to a jag and uh, oddly enough i don't think that the jags from what i've seen as they've grown, grown into adult i think evan um evan had some or he had one i think it was evan um and uh it didn't really get i mean it got some black scales or whatever but nothing like what i've seen from uh from
3: her jagged, directly. Jagged is too dominant of a visual thing. I th-
0: yeah, I think you might be right. You know, um, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, very awesome. We'll see. Uh, see what happens. It. I'm trying to find. Uh, I'll just throw a picture up here of her if I can find
2: a picture.
0: Um, poison ivy. It's crazy how dark her babies have become and how they've grown up and, you know, just each shed, they're different, but they were just born normal. So I don't know. IMG type of thing. Who knows? It could be nothing. could be selective breeding. I can tell you that when I bred them, I have bred them to the lightest, yellowest, orangest IJs you could get. So. Wow. um, Just to sort of rule out, You know, um, the whole idea of uh, like a uh, polygenetic trait. It's hard to talk and scroll through pictures, by the way.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I can vouch for how different they are, having seen them at Carpet Fest, uh, Northeast Carpet Fest in 2019. Um, They are very, very dark. And their pattern that's there is super dark. Wow.
0: Yeah, they are way darker. So like this here, I'm going to share this picture, right? And um, this is one of her offspring. And this is an older picture. But you see all this black is filled in. So she's yes. black on the top. And then that orange on the bottom. That's so cool. <laughs> And it just keeps creeping down, lower and lower. The head stamp is all filled in. There's like no blacks. The the whole head is black.
3: But that photo is like five years old. Where's right. recent pics?
0: Yeah, I know. You know why I haven't put them up? Because I just don't want the barrage of emails saying, mm-hmm. "Are you going to have any available?" What's the, oh, you, know, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just when, when I have some more. uh Zip code dollar sign, dollar sign, snake emoji.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I did that Um, to Owen on Instagram. Or like like, the other one I got yesterday. Yeah. uh, (laughs) yeah. Here's the
1: deal, man. I got 200 bucks.
3: Yeah. I was (laughs) like, well... Okay, but that's not the price. And then he hits me up on the the snake. that's yeah. two hundred dollars more expensive, and offers me fifty dollars less. I'm yeah,
1: like, what happened to the other fifty?
3: <laughs> well, he's, you know how much spent. drugs cost these days. And to yeah. to ask a question like that, I hope that's what he's spending on because it's he's so high funny. out of his mind. Like at I'll at
1: give me you like one hundred and fifty for it. <laughs> like,
3: I just responded saying the price is three fifty plus I shipping. Know that was and very it's good it's like very good of i you. don't know what you're asking of me dude that's not how this works go back to you know kmart or whatever for your snakes <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: that's why i don't post pictures of poison ivy stuff and why yeah, i don't and really i get it. it
3: i think nick mentioned you know? something in a post once when he was like i don't post until babies are like multiple sheds fed and ready so that if people can you know are hitting me up about it he's just like go to the website and it's right. just like they're there they're ready he doesn't have to do anything just handle yes. payment sort of thing totally. and and i it's get it with the volume yeah.
2: yeah
1: but then yeah. he accidentally tells me about things and then i'm the annoying voice in his ear for months mm-hmm. <laughs> so he doesn't completely escape it <laughs> yeah but well, we, we all actually... we all have
3: to earn our stripes
1: <laughs> yeah we actually buy year. the
0: snakes from them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I know. I'm
1: kind of nervous to have things that are actually going to be available. I'm like, eh. oh, you mean
0: to, for you to sell them?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's is, what Riley was just saying. This like, is my turn earn his stripe
3: this year. <laughs> he's going to, ah, he's going to, yes. he's going to pop his selling cherry.
1: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be my turn to deal with people yeah. you're
0: gonna be super excited about it and then you know you'll have awesome customers and then you'll have awesome you know like i really do like i the people be, that that get snakes from me are are awesome you know they really yeah. are you
3: know awesome you'll be people, nervous the like, first few shipments too for sure know?
1: yeah like i'm not ignorant to the yeah, customer service super... side of things but i've never had to put them in a box and put them in the mail you know so yeah so here's yeah, here's it's here she is on
0: eggs. Eggs. That's her on eggs. Wow. So you can see she's how dark she is.
3: <laughs> That's cool. heavenly. Oh she was the best. Yeah,
0: yeah she was a cool snake. So bummed that uh
2: <laughs> <Jack>. whatever. <laughs>
1: What? He said, "Yeah, Lucas, I want one, but I will only communicate via emoji." Only, okay. <laughs> I give only you permission to do that, and I
0: will not like hang you for it. <laughs> there you go. Here's uh here's another one that's uh not the uh normal one that uh people see. That's her. But when she was born, she was normal looking. Hmm. And like I said, so, all that black just creeps in and creeps up. And
3: it's funny that you yeah. mentioned that, like, there's other animals out there that, like, same deal, same time frame and everything. Cause Terrell has one, same deal, same time frame, around the same yeah. age, came from Todd at Psychotic from two normal Papuan parents that he had years ago that he has since gotten rid of and, you know, time flies and you lose track of things so like technically because there isn't a physical like yeah this is the parent this is the other parent sort of thing it you know we have to call it but it's literally the same animal hmm. and he's had her for years and years and years can't get her to breed uh i don't know why i know it's hard to get temperature swings where you're at in uh like simi valley area down there and it's pretty damn warm so maybe there's challenges with that but it is a pop one but anyway there there are some out there and and dude i want all black poplar carpets
0: yeah yeah me too (laughs)
3: that would be so cool man
0: i can't wait to uh i am breeding this girl as far as coastals go so this should be pretty cool um as i I, as i'm going through i i I started looking i was like oh yeah <laughs> might, as, might as well share her as well. Um, oh, Yeah, I love that snake. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's that cool. Is that a, a chicken yakitori depot?
0: No, that's a that's a Michael <laughs> Pinnell chicken <laughs> <lock-a-board-y deal-y>. <laughs> <laughs> <Number> yakitori deal. nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a number nine. <laughs>
3: Some egg rolls oh. on the side,
0: please.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it comes it with like, eggs, too. Hell yeah! Better.
0: And this one, dude. Oh man, this is this. Uh, this is a blast from the past. <laughs> this is probably one of my f- most favorite IJs I ever had. Hmm. Oh, I just love that color. She was smoking.
1: Favorite S- Irian
0: Jaya, yeah. Um. <laughs> Sounds like it's <laughs> from a lady. uh Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what I have on the docket. That's awesome. Some cool awesome, stuff. Awesome, so awesome. Oh, of course. There it is. There's the picture. God damn it! I just had to scroll <laughs> one more.
3: That's her. Wow. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's the perfect carpet python right there. Yeah. That's it. That's she all was, you need. Uh,
0: see, this is why I don't like white lips. Because why would I need a white lip when I have a snake that looks like oh it? no, here that we looks go. Like it. No, I do like I do like <laughs> white lips. I it just don't fit into like. Your... Keeping. Yeah, they they just don't fit into keeping for me. You know, I mean they're amazing, beautiful snakes. Holy
2: hell! I'm
3: man. ashamed to say that, like, other than interacting with like maybe one or two. I've really never worked with them or like brief interactions, like maybe once or twice tops. So like I, what I know is external from other people's uh, experiences. They seem to remind me of kind of a, you know what they remind me of from what I hear anecdotally is, is a Darwin and kind of how nervous and, and weird, like they can move, but they're a little more confident than a darwin because they will turn around and square up and defend themselves but they they, they could be a very nervous snake um and my darwins are like that or at least the male is and mm-hmm. i see some similarities but
1: yeah yeah, yeah i could see I, that I, yeah. I got hands on in person for the first time with the the pair of southerns that they have now at the at east bay and they're bo- they're both very chill.
3: Um, which, like if they've got know. a good temperament, then like right. hell yeah, that's a great snake. Right. I don't know any like I don't have any hands on experience with the husbandry. I would imagine you probably need humidity and not as much heat. You probably got to stay on top of that, but otherwise, yeah. they, they like it's... if you get a nice demeanor on them, they're probably
1: right. Chill. But then yeah, on the flip side, there's a psycho northern that we have as well that mm-hmm. is a psycho.
3: <laughs> Sounds like my maglots. <laughs> Yeah. My max are just nuts. The male more so like on a scale of one to ten, he's like a nine. And the female's like a six. They're just Yeah.
0: I, I think know, I've man. had I've had five of them.
3: All max Sothers. are white lips. white lips.
0: White lips. White lips. And um
3: any of most them captain of them Born have... and bread or
0: uh one. Okay, all the rest were small, wild caught stuff or mm-hmm. captive hatched. Uh-huh. You know that kind of stuff. Right. But um, I don't know. I, I you know again, like I said, I, I remember at Carpet Fest is I got a small. I, I think I got two of them, and they were small. And um, I had done some trades for some carpet stuff or whatever. And I was like, let me give these guys one more try. Let me see. You know what the I I, I wanted to have them you know what i mean you, you ever have those animals that you want to you want to work with mm-hmm. but like no matter how many times you try it just ends in utter failure <laughs> and you're just like i guess this is not meant to be you know mm-hmm. um but Yeah. It just, I I don't know. I remember taking them at Carpet Fest. We went out back, I put them in the sun and I was blown away, blown away because of the iridescent is just, I mean, it's second to none, you know, I mean, they're just amazing when it comes to that. Type of thing, it's just that sheen and that look, and you know, yeah it kind of reminded me of my John Pertucci guitar. That like when you moved it, it changed colors. I think I think John has a guitar I like that. <laughs> but, like I had this, it was like it, if you turn this way in the light, it would be green. If you turn that way, it would be purple. If you turn, you know what I mean? It just that's it, cool. It, it was really yeah. cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't get them. I just I couldn't get them, man. I I think yeah. it was. I think it could have been too many. Too many too many other things you know and not the uh maybe they need that extra special care i know that like when i was working with a lot of different species of pythons i just i just did the old like it's a python it has to go in this box like it has to be this you know you have to keep it like a carpet and i i soon realized that that's not the case you know and usually they end up at Owen's house because that's his. Yeah. And he's very happy about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he loves it. He,
0: su- he supports the white lip tries, but, uh, you know, yeah, that's what it is.
3: Yeah. Well, and on the flip side, he thinks pop when carpets suck and he can't breathe those. And so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Other yeah. side of the 100%. fence.
3: Grass greener. Different lenses that's- we're looking through.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect example, right? He tried. I remember if you listen to the very, very early days of NPR, he was like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah, Popwood Carpets. Yeah, let's go. And then, <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> now, Now the universe has finally convinced him that he's Mr. Coastal and he believes it. And it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's he hates walmas
0: now, too. Yeah, see? He weird. hates walmas. Which I can yeah. say to him, I'm like, how can you hate Walmart? Why <laughs> so much it.
1: hate I, for the Walmart? Yeah. That know? I don't no, don't convince it. him otherwise. It's okay. <laughs> so
0: I, I don't I don't mean anything about like when when we talk about um not liking this snake or that snake or whatever. And you know, I guess sometimes it does influence uh uh you know people's perception of that, you know, because oh well, Eric said they suck, they suck. No, I'm saying they suck for Eric. You know what I mean? So try them out yourself. Mm-hmm. You might like them. You might dig them. You know, Uh I don't know. For anyway, sure. yeah. I get down off my uh, <laughs> my my Eric's thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, beautiful animals, very cool. A lot of cool people working with them, but not my thing. So
1: for sure, yeah. I I'll mean, there's a lot as of people as... that would
3: say rainbows suck too, and I would be like, well, eh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's another yeah. one. That That's one that I think is absolutely beautiful, but I, I would never really want to keep it.
3: Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. See, see,
1: to
0: me, false water cobras. Not my thing. Awesome Fair. snakes, you know, but just like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think they would be, but damn, they are. I love yeah. them. <laughs> I got to admit, man, when I went to see them at Owen's house, um, when he lost the children's python that you sent mm-hmm. to the dog. <laughs> right? I I had nothing to do as he searched for the children's python, other than to look at his false water cobras, and I was I was I was mm. I was very tempted. Like, yeah, that's the thing about this hobby, man. You just like right. You you talk to somebody, you look at something, you see something, you know, and then you're sort of like, oh man, it'd be cool to keep them, you know. But
3: totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. There's too many animals, too little time, and then the. The, the waves of, of what comes in and out of focus vary so much like right now knobtails are coming back into focus which is awesome and
0: yeah tempting. even in, even in Australia I hear um, you know the uh, Jason and Luke when they're talking about uh, what was popular mm-hmm. a few years ago as a bit like he, they were talking about how they couldn't give away knobtails right.
3: and now all of a sudden they have this huge resurgence and they can't even get them.
0: Yeah, which is crazy.
3: Yeah. he he's, Yeah, I was listening to one of their episodes a while back saying he can't even get them anymore. Like, he had to buy back some of his old stock, and even then he can only get a couple. And, yeah. like, huh. the price is, like, quadruple, that the availability is, like, shot because everybody wants them. So For
0: me, Amy, I, man, that's where it's at for me. A Centralian, I mean, come on.
3: Yeah, I just read through um, in the Lizards of Australia through the different uh knobtails and they're the biggest they they I've seen them in person so I know how impressive they are um I I particularly find the fact that their big head scales are like outlined and yes. it reminds me of like the cracked sand cracked red sands of Australia on the top of their head yes and then they have these stunning kaleidoscope eyes and these like spiky backs and then yeah, they're just really, really cool geckos. Yeah, that's man. cool.
0: Australia has some really badass geckos. I mean, like when you start to open up that box, holy hell, man. They they have some really cool species of geckos.
3: That's lots like, and lots and lots of them.
0: Right? Especially when you flip through Scott and Ty's book, you're like, wait, what? Wait, I didn't know
3: this. <laughs> wait, what? What? You know? Two hundred and eight species currently described and accepted in twenty-four genera, just Australia alone.
0: Yeah, wow, that's a that's lot. Crazy. Yeah, man, I, I I think my thing is going to try to be to have a little representation of the different environments of Australia and the different types of species. Right, couple monitors, a couple different kind of geckos, like a knobtail uh Datria, i think i hope i said that right Strophorus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh you know mm-hmm. maybe a leaf tail mm-hmm. which obviously they're not going to take up a huge amount of space but no, obviously you have the pythons uh that kind of thing going on and <laughs> right you know i think i don't know i i, I yeah my well, we
1: could go. definitely do that at the NPR Serpentarium.
0: Uh, Aha, yeah, for Australia, world,
1: <laughs> the Australia
3: wing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys do the rest. I'll just live in the Australia wing. All right,
1: I'll <laughs> I'll enlist Loafman to do South America.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah,
3: there you
1: go.
0: But uh, yeah, I don't. I, you know, I don't know. That's kind of like uh it's it's kind of fun to start at the beginning again with different things. Like I kind of feel like with doing the monitors, it's like starting at the beginning again, you know, and like like learning all this stuff. And uh, you know, I've I've been really trying to make a concerted effort to like read at the end of the night. You know, I have all these books, like the whole purpose is not to collect them like stamps, Mm -hmm. it's to read them, you know, (laughs) get information from them. Yeah. So for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. But yeah. Speaking of carpet pythons, did you see uh this uh wild when we talk about carpet pythons, right? And we talk about tell me you would not kill somebody <laughs> for that.
1: Oh uh, well there's is there two in there? There's two, there's in, two there. in there.
3: There's three in there,
1: there's three in there. Oh, yeah, look. there's a the head. <laughs> there's a the head.
3: The other head is under the coil on the far left, and then the other head. Yeah. Is under the- yeah. I like
1: the big one on top the most. I think the stripy one's cool. Uh, I like the head pattern on. I'm that not too. sure if it's
3: if just send me, me the box. I won't complain. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, I was gonna say, I'm not sure for <laughs> me if it's homicide worthy, but it's very
3: nice. Oh, there's so many people on the planet. Lucas Worthy is out of the question. Oh, it's just nice. it's time and place. Details, send it to me. I keep it quiet and we'll, you know, make Even sure it show up her, on time. Right Even
0: on. You smoke the snake emoji uh, buyer, you would not, uh, you know, take <laughs> snake emoji buyer out for... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um, it's too then, public
1: here.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: They're from uh, Gatton, which is... Uh, uh, sort of by this is where they're from. That was uh, one of the snake catchers uh, came across it. Wow. It. That's where they're from. Right so that's a
3: coastal. Yep. Yeah. It had a very coastal look to it. Damn. That, right, that stripe, though, was nuts. Yeah.
0: No, they were coastal carpets.
3: That's so, badass. Yeah.
0: Very cool. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have
1: more real carpets. I only have the Inlands if we don't count Bruttles, which we shouldn't. So that'll be good. I'll feel like I, it will feel better to me to do carpets and coffee when I have more carpets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll feel part of the of the group. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, cool. So yeah.
3: Uh, I can set you up with a real angry zebra.
0: Hmm.
3: Or some coastals. Hmm. <laughs> Seems They're all like going to bite you just the same. Yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I did have to give, uh, you know, so I was going to, I thought that maybe we would try to uh, do some positive uh, shout outs of people that have impressed us or something we saw that was cool uh, so that we can spread the positive, uh, you know, yeah. stuff instead of focusing on, what's bad about the hobby because there's a lot of good things about the hobby, but I want to say that. Um, so this is going to be a weird one because the person that I'm going to shout out is right down here. And I was quite impressed with the blackhead show that we just did. Uh, there was a lot of like little tidbits that I didn't know, but my man came to play. He was <laughs> ready like holy hell i was uh i was that was that was good man that was that was really good i got a lot of positive feedback about it and well thank you're you You're not I, messing I, I around doing it
1: i, I appreciate yeah. that thank you for having me on there it was a it was a great time i guess we yeah. said the scientific name wrong maybe but other than that yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just scott being scott he will in his voice yeah he sent
1: me a voice message and said it's melanocephalus with a like like how you say cephalopod, But in the, in my head, I'm like, but I don't say cephalopod, I say cephalopod. <laughs> and <I'm> like...
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and apparently uh, it's leucistic, not leucistic. Oh, so. right. Yeah. Damn, yeah. It. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, damn, it, damn it.
1: But so, thank you. But, that means a lot. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. it. Yeah. It was good. It <laughs> yeah, was good. That was a, lot a well of,
3: done episode.
0: A lot of, lot of cool little tidbits. It was weird to uh, do an episode and have somebody that, you know, <laughs> that had, you know, researched the topic as well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's usually me doing the research and then sending it to, uh, to OMAC and him sort of like, you know, okay, yeah, I agree with this. I don't agree with this. Like, wait, wait a minute. Who's the boss here? Is it me or you? I, I'm not sure. Are we, the, what's going on? But, <laughs> uh, right on, right on. Oh, thank yeah. you. But very cool. Very cool. And if you haven't listened to it, you should check it out. Natural history episode, uh, that uh, we just did on blackheads. So yeah.
1: There were a few things too. I mean, Justin sent a few things our way and that was, that was super helpful. Like confirming that they do eat the venomous snake. I guess shine found a mulga in one of them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he also referenced a more up to date phylogeny, which I'm taking my time to work through right now. That 2020, like a scare paper. It's like, it's, it's a lot but i'm working through it at the moment (laughs) like (laughs) it's the thing that i guess it's also the same paper that made owen pelly's narawan instead of simelia or something like that so
0: there's a oh okay gotcha anyway
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's my shout out so
1: thank you Riley, do you want to go next? Because I'm still thinking of mine. Or do you need oh, more time?
2: Do you need yeah. more time? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh,
3: like, yeah. My, my shout-out is to to Travis Johnson of Living Legless, who is uh, moving to Tennessee in the coming weeks. Uh, his wife just moved out there, started work early. He's going to be moving the kids and the collection out there shortly. Um, wow, but, that's a uh, hell of a trip. Yeah, it is. And uh he's got a couple hundred snakes um that he's moving from, you know, all sorts of carpets to olives to dozens and dozens of bull snakes and corn snakes and maclots and Argentine boas and dwarf boas and just a really amazing collection. And I've known Travis for a very long time and uh He's a good dude and he's never been one for any of the online negativity. And so uh, hats off to him for always being just down to earth himself, positive and unplugged enough to, to stay away from it all. And then always hooking me up with some good animals, letting me take home like two of the nicest uh, Nova guineas in his rack. I literally showed up, went to the bathroom, said, hi, where are my snakes? And I walked in there and I was like, (laughs) <laughs> I pull out all the novas and i like started folding tabs was like this one's coming home with me this one's coming home with me people are looking at him i was like no no stop i literally right. pushed people out of the way i started folding tabs so they couldn't see the snakes i was like these are mine these are claimed sorry right. can't have them and then i went out there and found travis at the barbecue. He was like hey travis by the way i picked out my snakes you can't have those he's like i haven't even picked my holdbacks i said sorry buddy too late and he That's went awesome. in there and he's like okay well None of those are my holdbacks. This one I was looking at, I was like, "Well, stop looking at it because they're mine." And so, the um, <laughs> yeah. shout out to him for letting me uh, letting me rip those away from him. I, I definitely, you know, he's always provided me with with excellent animals, and uh, I can't thank him enough for it, and just always being a good role model. And I'll I'll miss being, you know, four hours up the road from him. Um, you know, now it's like a four hour plane flight, probably. So, right, yeah. but the silver lining in that is he's now an hour and a half east of april who's in memphis so now we have two good uh, friends and folks out in uh in tennessee uh nice to to road trip or fly out and go visit to see so oh yeah
0: that's awesome yeah travis is like first of all the fact that he does like coastal carpets when coast like he was he was sort of doing coastal carpets when the morph craze was sort of there you know Mm -hmm. but like he just sort of like nah i'm doing my thing man and you know (sighs) his coastals are amazing
3: amazing he has stuff that you gotta see in person stuff that like hatched out looking like white-sided rat snakes and now they look they're like all white with like a little speckling of pattern in them they're just nuts the yeah, craziest man. caramels The i mean he ha- oh dude yeah i'm he's he's a great example of when you stick to your guns and you stick to what you yeah. like and you don't follow any rat race and you just stick to it it pays off in the end because his coastals are as pure as the driven snow and the best you'll see out there um right up there with nick i mean it comes from a lot of Nick's stock but let's face it you know you take the pieces and you run with your vision and he's done that the-
0: the funny mm-hmm. thing is, though, is like even as purest of Nick is and like a coastal carpet guy and all this stuff, it's like he rarely does straight coastal carpet. Like mm-hmm. he's doing he's doing Rockhamptons. He's mm-hmm. doing Carmels. He does have coastals from it. He does Brisbane's. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like I think what Travis is doing is like really just refining just your normal mm-hmm. coastal yeah. carpet you know yeah, he's like,
3: he's in he, when it all is said and done he will have his own line of like high yellow zigzag striped bad eater looking coastal things and high white caramel stuff that just doesn't make sense and yeah, man. he's dude it's nuts what he's got going and That's um awesome. And it is appreciated, I think. I think he sells out pretty well every year, and they're not high dollar animals, but like his customers usually are very happy with those snakes. And I've I've been fortunate enough to get a few of them over the years, and they're hands down, they're always the prettiest animals in, in the collection. So
0: Yeah, and he's like, you know, the other cool thing is he's like one of these guys in the carpet python world where he sort of is known, but mm-hmm. you never see him like yeah it's, I hope I'm like that now. Like, you know, I, I'm known, but I don't get I don't really go on groups and stuff, you know. I mean? Whereas yeah. like me and you, Riley, you know, Lucas, you're not well, you're sort of a carpet person, but like you you're, you're oh sort of like, no. <laughs> you're
2: sort of like, no,
0: no, no. You're like the lie, aspidites guy. Like, we gotta get you uh, you know,
1: we gotta branch you out a little bit more. It's not because yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah. know no, 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 I'm sorry.
0: That's yet. I'm just joking. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, you know, I, we would get on these carpet groups and we, you know, we'd be arguing about, I guess at the end of the day, it's just bullshit or whatever. But like we, you know, we'd be fired. I'm like, no man, this is fucking bullshit. What are you, doing? you know? <laughs> And, uh, he's just sort of like, yeah, man, whatever. Cool. I got some coasters. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Yep.
3: Yep. That's exactly <laughs> Travis, man. You hang out oh. with him. He's just kind of like, yep. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got this stuff. But then you like you start looking at what he's got, dude, and it's like, holy very humble, sh- right? Shit, man, you've got some killer animals. I mean, his coastals are just stunning. The 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 Argentine boas he has, he's got an army of them that are amazing. The the longicata, the Tamalipas cloud forest, the San Isidros, like, oh, he yeah. makes me want bull snakes so bad. Like all of this stuff is just phenomenal, phenomenal,
2: nice. yeah. Yeah, has got awesome. of so, shit.
3: There's my my positive plug.
0: Cool. cool. There we go. Nice.
1: I, I thought of uh I thought We're of giving my... you a lot of time to think. Lucas. Yeah. No, I actually I i used the time. I have two. Oh. Um two. So Say, uh, oh,
3: fucking overachiever here. <laughs> I'm fine. You don't know want me to do two? Yeah, you're I'm only half less positive. You're only half of a carpet python guy. Remember that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> intern wow. number two.
1: I guess Eric did compliment me. So somebody needs to curb stop me down now. uh, We got to balance it out. Okay. uh, First up. (laughs) he's backing me. Uh, First up, I'll I'll shout out Casey Schultz, Zion Mm -hmm. Hill Exotics, because she just published a magazine article on uh, some sailfin taxonomy. And, uh, you know, talk about focusing on a species um, that not a lot of people are focused on. uh, Or, I guess, species plural. With, mm-hmm. That's the point of the write-up. So mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Super stoked for Casey, and I can't wait to read that. And then second one, uh, shout out uh, Brett Bender for hatching out his three Kimberly Rocks.
3: Um, oh, that's, yeah. You know, that's pretty yeah. awesome.
0: Brett's yeah. a Brett's a cool dude.
1: He's been and working his, at
3: those for a minute.
1: Yeah, I think he had some issues with with eggs, so I'm just so mm-hmm. stoked that he got some and couldn't have happened to a better dude. I love talking to Brett.
3: And then we should clarify the, the magazine articles coming out in Reptiles magazine.
1: Got it. Um,
3: so in case anybody was wondering if we're talking about her, herpetoculture magazine, uh, she did a Reddit for them too. You did one
1: for them, I think. Yeah. So,
3: but yeah, the, the, the Philippine thing is, as you stated, a very overlooked species that could very easily be lost to herpetoculture very soon because we can't export animals from their home range anymore. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of people have crossed some of these species. And so the very limited gene pool that's out there is, is largely related and some of it impure and yeah. Like you can't get Philippine sailfin dragons anymore. So
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. I'll have to check that
3: out. Well Um, said. Well deserved.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like when you start going down these different rabbit holes of, um, uh you know different reptiles and stuff like I, i'm like researching the Ackies when we're talking to uh, mike tomorrow but yeah there's possibly three subspecies who knows some people say it's bullshit i'm like oh this sounds familiar
2: <laughs> yeah 100
0: <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. there's a there's a yellow and a, and a red but there's a top end and you know this one and that one and i it's like oh okay yeah all right fair enough okay so yeah, but uh, cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Should we, uh, wrap it up or what do you think?
1: Sounds yeah, good it's pretty good. Let, yeah. end on the, on the positive note like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good way to
3: close out a show.
1: <laughs> I dig it.
0: <laughs> I like, all right, I'll say my piece and then you guys can do your thing and, uh, yeah, we can go from there. I, uh, tomorrow, uh, if you're watching this now, tomorrow, I think it's 3 Central, 4 Eastern. I guess that would be what? Uh, two, two. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock your time? 1 o'clock,
3: right? 1 o'clock Half. Pacific. At what time Eastern did you say? 4? 4,
0: four Maybe so like 1. One. Yeah. Yeah. 1, okay. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mike Stefani from Mike's Monitors. What an awesome guy. I love Sasquatch that guy. Sasquatch himself. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like, holy shit, he looks like Harry and the Hendersons for sure. Uh, <laughs> when he does that thing, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, he is the monitor. Like, I don't know, man, he's got magic going on over at his place, but he's just popping out monitors like crazy some amazing stuff he has, but we're going to be specifically talking to him about Ackies and Kimberly, Kimberly rocks. So that is, uh, not because they're the two I'm keeping, but, uh, <laughs> it just so happens that that is the case, but I think they're probably the most popular dwarf monitors. And, uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, uh, crossover, uh, or no misconception what's the word? Um, hesitation from snake people to sort of take the plunge into the monitor world, if you will. And I think, right. uh, yeah, those two are probably, uh, a good way to do it. So, uh, and, uh, so us check them out. Us arc.org, Python radio.com. And if you want to drop us an email info at Morelli Python radio, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, YouTube, the NPR network right here. Subscribe. Like, share, all that good stuff. That's all I got.
3: Sweet. And don't forget the Patreon. And oh yeah, Teespring
0: swag, Teespring. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, all that, all the above. Which, by sweet. the way, Riley, I didn't,
0: I didn't share the uh, picture with you of the pictures my sisters are doing of uh, some art of ruffies and such. They look pretty good. So nice. I can't yeah. wait.
3: That'll be sweet. So we'll That's be exciting. over there in
0: the Teespring store. So cool.
3: Nice. Very Sorry. Cool. Go ahead. No, it's all good. That's all good news. Uh, yeah, you can just find me at Riley's reptiles on pretty much everything. That's nice.
1: it. Uh, for me, centralian exotics on all the things, uh, hopefully burtles hatching out soon. And, you know, after, a little bit of time they'll be looking for their homes uh, and uh, also I was on the animals at home podcast recently I think that'll be out in a week or two so keep your eyes peeled for that and oh, check sweet. out that blackhead episode yeah it was a good time but uh yeah no thanks guys good times yeah cool always everybody have an excellent weekend and we'll see you next week
3: yes sir wow.
1: alright see ya
3: later. Bye.